and welcome to the Reality Blows podcast. My name is Nick Maritato. I'm Ashley Brooke Roberts. And uh, this is a podcast all about reality television. That's right. Uh, this is our second attempt at recording it this morning. Yep. We already <laughs> did about five minutes and then decided to scrap what we were talking about. Ashley's disappointed because even though we didn't really want to keep what we had, there was a point where we were talking about our cat, Lily, having sex with my <laughs> Zoom, which is the recorder that we uh, podcast You guys, with. it was so funny. Yeah. Nick did little act outs of the Zoom smoking a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> guys, you had to be there. Um, but uh, yeah, we. why did we decide to scrap it? Well, we got in a fight. We got into an argument. I know that's, that's really what you guys want to hear. I know that. But instead, we're just recapping right now you now know, that we're okay with one another do other reality co-hosts argue as much as we do that's my question i would highly doubt it <laughs> well one of us storms into the other room we have to take a break we come back we remember why we love each other all right fine you want to know why we were fighting we'll get into it there's no reason i mean if i was listening to this podcast right now i'd be like you have to fucking tell us yeah that's true um so i was talking ashley had decided on pod while we were recording that I was talking too much about the Jersey Shore. I was like, get over it. And Let's move on. She says this is not a Jersey Shore podcast <laughs> that I should not be talking about the Jersey Shore so much. And then um, I stopped it and said we were going to scrap it. That got Ashley upset because she liked all the, the very beginning parts, you know, the stuff about Lily and the Zoom. <laughs> And uh, I was like, no, because I just don't want to have to go back in and piece together a whole bunch of stuff. And uh, Ashley didn't understand this concept, you know, because she doesn't do any extracurricular work for this podcast. Oh, only I'm I only do. the promotions manager. Are you still promoting this, by yeah, the way? Yeah, I put it okay. up everywhere. Just, just making sure. And by everywhere, I mean Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. What happened to Reddit? I, I'm still doing, I'm still like doing Reddit. Reddit started creeping me out. Yeah, it's creepy as hell. Yeah. So I just kind of, I barely, I'm touch and go with Reddit. Also, it's just like, I'm not sure um, anyone's reading the podcast posts on reddit if you found out about this podcast through reddit will you email us at realityblowspodcast at gmail.com and tell me so i don't feel like um my work is a wasted yeah you know what here's something i know um uh, you guys are still uh, uh rating our podcast five stars i love that and continue to do that please. thank you thank you if you want <clears throat> excuse me if you want when you uh when you rate this thing, you know, they give you an option to say something. Say something nice. Include where you found about us. I would love that. I'm, 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 uh, where you found us. Found about found us. Found out, out about, about us. us on there somehow. <laughs> Should we scrap this one too? No, let's not scrap it. But I mean, it's just interesting the dynamic of um, hosting a podcast with your love because we have gone through the full range of emotions from starting this. We started excited. We got into Ronnie's Instagram um, account. Yeah, that's a range of emotions. Then uh, annoyed. Then fierce anger um then i stormed out of the room uh, lily the cat came with me she's always on my side and um came back we made up we made up and God. we forgave each other for our, our our failings as humans we did forgive one another which is something that i cherish our, our ability to be able to get over <laughs> our issues i will say i am completely mentally and emotionally drained right now <laughs> and the idea of doing a full podcast is a little daunting i had a lot of energy on the one we scrapped guys yeah he was doing you know what hopefully great. we'll get nick I was back doing great. hopefully we'll get and nick now back. i'm like kind of tired he again 
I, I um, can't speak. I think my reaction is just when and when something is taken away completely, you know, if we had just paused it and moved on, I felt like it would have been fine. But yeah. the fact that you were like, I'm scrapping all of it, it just felt it was devastating because I have no control over what you keep and what you scrap. And you're the puppet master, you know, so you're just telling me like I'm taking I'm going to dump all of that. And then I just feel sort of like I just I feel I don't know, like time was wasted and it's my fault yeah we definitely wasted four to nine minutes yeah um and that's okay quality podcasting time well the good news guys is that nick and i are going on a vacation and we are going to the pacific northwest we are going to stay in a national park so excited to go we were going to go to memphis we were going to go to graceland and grace do you say graceland or graceland 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 that sounds wrong it's graceland no it's graceland because i i you know it's like the song you know what i mean i'm going to graceland i'm going to graceland (laughs) i I don't know Um, whatever yeah we were gonna do that but then we we were checking i mean uh what happened was we were we started checking flights and stuff and we're like what yeah it was like 450 dollars to memphis to memphis and it's like you know we're we're in new york right now we 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 are owners of a vehicle yeah we could drive it was like 20 hours to drive it was like 17 it it was too much and then so i just basically was like well you know uh, yeah we spend a lot of time on the east coast like why don't we just pick somewhere that's equal or less than in value mm-hmm. uh, money wise mm-hmm. and uh and go somewhere we haven't been let's do something new and so i've never been to the pacific northwest i've never been to seattle before ashley when she w- went when she was a teen yeah i went to seattle when i was 16 and for my dad he had like a business trip there and i stayed with him it was over the summer it was like three days i remember there was an Aquarium. They're real big on fish in yeah. Seattle. I remember I was reading a lot of Harry Potter at the time. Yeah. Funny fact, still reading a lot of Harry Potter. Yeah. So I'm going to be revisiting Seattle reading Harry Potter. Now, uh, uh, blowhards at home, you yeah. write in, is it funny fact or fun fact? Go ahead and just <laughs> let me know. <laughs> Never uh, heard anybody say funny fact. <laughs> Clowns wear normal shoes at home. I think it's fun fact. There, um, so, so that was Seattle. I also remember I was, uh, there was like a Levi's flagship store in Seattle, but I had never been to New York City. So mm. Seattle was like the biggest city I'd ever been to. I was blown away. There was a Nordstrom's. Um, couldn't believe that. <laughs> Off never, the rack or on the rack? I had never seen a Nordstrom's before. It was just on the rack on or the rack. whatever is the regular Nordstrom's. I think it's just Nordstrom's. Um, so there was that. And so this time. Pete's Seattle's Coffee? Oh, yeah. I think at the time. So I was 16. So this is like like early, like late 90s, early aughts. This is, yeah. Um, this is pre-9-11 times, but um, almost there. And Starbucks was huge. It was huge. In North Carolina, we had just gotten a Starbucks. You guys, everybody sit tight, relax. We are almost at 9-11. We're almost (laughs) there, guys. So if everybody could just relax, just, just... you know, hang out for a bit. I guarantee you we're almost there. Wow. So it was, uh, we had just gotten a Starbucks in North Carolina. So I remember me and my dad were like, we're going to Seattle where Starbucks originated. It was a very big deal. (laughs) Um, You know, the man who uh, started Starbucks, who owns the business, um, he was my great uncle's uh, high school football coach in Canarsie, Brooklyn. Really? Mm -hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah. And his book... 
uh, or no, he wasn't the coach. I he thought was your a, great uncle was yeah, a coach. That made no sense. Okay, that's interesting because you yeah. said that, and I was like, I thought your great uncle was it, a coach. Yeah, I'm, I'm confused so then by he my was own coached words. By, as a coach? No, no, he uh, <laughs> he was the coach yeah. of the Canarsie football t- high school football team, which is um, a high school in deep Brooklyn, uh, off the L, uh, which is where we are off of, off the uh, L train. L train. And uh, my great uncle uh, was the coach of that, uh, Frank. And uh, he uh, was the quarterback, the guy who started Starbucks. That and in is his book, crazy. in his book, he he like thanks him. He mentions wow. him and thanks him. Yeah. Frank helped me turn into the man I am. Frank Morigello, baby. That is so cool. It's he should cool. thank him with some Starbucks shares. As soon as that book came out, yeah. I remember looking at my grandfather, his brother, Frank's brother, and yeah. going like, hey, does this mean like we can get maybe like Starbucks for life? <laughs> and, uh, you know. Nothing was. Nobody answered me. <laughs> um, uh, so, okay. So, uh, we are going to Seattle. So, yeah. We're going to Seattle, but we're only going to be there for we're two nights. We're only going to be in the city for two nights. And we're staying in a tiny house. We're staying in a tiny house, a tiny Airbnb, which is the, the whole uh, selling point of this Airbnb is that it's small. It's called a, it's a, you. This is something we should definitely do is we should watch the tiny house reality show because uh-huh. um, remember when tiny houses were making a boom across America? Yeah. It was a big trend. I feel like it's kind of fallen off. Well, I only know about it from the tiny houses reality show. Yeah. OK. So there's uh, there's a there's a wave. There was a trend in America of living in tiny little houses. Oh, my God. I can't even fit my whole body in my house. <laughs> it's so cute. It went hand in hand with minimalism. And um, it's like. And being poor and being living off the grid um and so you'll never see a documentary called tiny apartments just because it's it's most apartments right Mm -hmm. um yeah so we are going to seattle for two days then we are going to olympic national park and we are going to do some hiking we're going to be in a national park and it should be exciting and fun you guys we are going to go to a freaking fantasy land the uh, Olympic National Park, it's on the peninsula, right at the border of uh, Canada, and it's a temperate rainforest, so that means that it's not a hot rainforest, so it'll be like in the 60s or 70s, um, little ecosystem, there's glacial lakes, there's uh, natural hot springs, there's Mount Olympus, which we will climb to the top of, and um, it's there's Lake Crescent, which was created by a glacier, it's just going to be a green, like, Tim is green, wet wonderland. Yeah. And we're going to be there for three nights. So I was very excited about this until I started to read into the type of gear that I would need to be in this temperate rainforest. Uh Oh, what do you mean? Ashley doesn't know this yet. I told her I was going to say it on the podcast right before we restarted. I am afraid that we are spending a lot of money to do something in which is going to make me not feel relaxed and not... I'm afraid that we're going to get there. It's going to be like a lot of work and not really good food and barely any amenities. And I'm dumping so much money into this fucking thing (laughs) that I'm afraid of not enjoying myself like I wanted to on this. I woke up this morning thinking about Memphis, being like, man, Graceland would have been dope. 
Think about all the pictures of Graceland. Nick, you need to stop that attitude. Put it in they're, reverse. They're literally telling us, don't bring a cell phone into those. Into yeah, the, there's it, not cell service. Don't, don't, I'm like, and it's like, uh, wear three layers of clothing and you're going to get wet the entire time. Babe, it's not, and, it's not a luxury vacation. We're not going to a spa resort. We're going out in the wilderness. It's going to be a fantasy land. We I, are escaping reality into the most green, lush, beautiful thing imaginable. We live in the best city in the world. We live in New York City. No city is going to be better than this. May, I mean, another city that might be uh, as fun would be like Tokyo or Paris. Definitely not Memphis. We're going to get to Memphis and we're going to be like, we're going to do two nights there. We're going to be like, okay. Okay, it, I, I didn't say I want to be in a city, but I was interested in riverboat gambling. I was interested <laughs> in the Mississippi River. You know, things of that nature, sort of pedestrian things. Yeah, those things are great. Go back to the hotel, eat some food. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm afraid that we are spending a lot of time in the, in the, uh, in the park and that I am going to feel like I'm going to wake up day two and go, I don't really want to go on a 12 mile hike and get all wet again. And then we have like another night there. I, I'm I afraid of that. I don't know what to, I mean. I, I The only thing I can tell you is that that what you're describing is completely in your hands. And that is your attitude and how you perceive to view this trip. Okay. It's, I could not be more excited. I think it's going to be incredible. I cannot wait to be alone in nature with you. And, and I can't wait to see plants and trees I've never seen before. I am so pumped to be there. Um, and I think that if you check in with yourself, you will find a way to look at this in an excited way. I will. I will. And I'll, I will do that. But as of right now, I'm afraid of being stressed out on my vacation. What are you worried? What the, I told what's you the already. stress? I the, just told you. The stress is that you I don't, don't want to hike? I don't really like to be. I didn't realize that it was such a damp situation there. Like, I don't. <laughs> I'm going to have to buy. I have to buy all new stuff. We talked about this yesterday. Like, I don't have, like, gear for this. I have a lot of expensive sneakers that I wouldn't want even to get a speck of dirt on rather than get wet. Yeah. You I know, mean, so, either way, you weren't going to wear your Nikes no, I, into the woods. I was going to wear like a shittier pair of Nikes in the woods. You know what I mean? Because they're not worn out. Just something that I'm willing to get dirty. Like You know what I mean? I wasn't going to strap on my white Jordans and go to the Olympic National Park. But, you know, I was going to throw on. I was thinking of packing my Vans that I'm wearing right now. You should 100% no, pack your Vans. No, why? For two days in Seattle? No, we're going to be walking around a lot. So then I, there is going to be no luxury in which I will be able to, like, have Vans on and be like, yeah, I'm just going to go down to the thing and have Vans on. It seems like every day is going to be a struggle about, to survive. What about, I what about, don't want... To be a, I don't want to do naked and afraid. What about I don't when want... we are hanging out at the lodge? So we're staying at Lake Crescent Lodge, which is like a part hey, whoa, of whoa, the whoa, park. Whoa, whoa, don't tell everybody we're gonna be. <laughs> I don't want to get freaking mobbed in the woods or what. It's Not. a part of the park, and so they have like canoeing and kayaking around Lake Crescent. I'm sure one day we're just gonna stay at the lodge and you know lounge around. They have some hot springs at the lodge that we can soak in. Um, we can eat food when we're walking to get food. When we're getting in the canoe you're not going to wear your hiking boots in the canoe you're going to wear some shitty vans i don't have shitty vans they're nice listen see this is this is what i'm saying like so like it's wet walking around you know what i mean maybe things rain on you maybe and then what we do is jump in the lake it seems too wet for me and that is what i'm afraid of 
I don't like to be feel damp. I don't like it. Makes my skin feel bad. Help me. <laughs> I'm just looking at you and I'm thinking, we got to get you to a sauna. We got to get you ready to be damp because it's going to feel great. It's not all damp either. It's just the tip. The rainforest will be a little damp. All right. But I'm like fr- the rest I, of the park isn't a rainforest. And I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to open myself up to this. But you being a person who's more into these things than I am, I'm going to need you. To help me and not just look at me and go, oh, this guy's an idiot. I, why did I come here with him? I need you to treat me as a person who is opening themselves up to an experience for you. I will 100% do that. Okay. I will 100% do that. And what I ask of you in return is to try and be positive. I just want to eat like good food. I'm going to be on a diet all the way up until this trip. You know what I mean? This I, trip is not about food. I'm so far I'm excited about this is what I'm excited about. Leaving New York City and then those two days in Seattle where I will be eating seafood. That's what I'm looking forward to. That's not the bulk of our trip. The bulk of our trip seems like we'll be trying to kill human beings <laughs> in order to cut it's their so- stomachs open, eat the remains and then live inside their skin it's for warmth. Shocking to me. Your lack of comfortability in nature. So you guys never went camping when you were a kid? I've never been camping in my life. You've never been no, camping? No, so this is what I'm saying. So How I've never even possible? been camping. You know How what I mean? is that possible? The closest thing to camping I've ever done is, is staying in a cabin with you. And this just seems like that's what we're going to be doing. Wait, what cabin? We stayed in a cabin by uh, in Ferrystone Lake. Oh, that's not yeah, like really a cabin. cabin. But yeah. they look like that's probably about what we're going to be staying in in this, in this thing. It seems to be. I think be, it might be a little. It might be a notch down. Will it be a notch down? <laughs> it, it doesn't cost a notch down. I'll tell yeah, you that. That's true. Well, that's because it's the only, it's one of the only Am I lodges. I'm going to plug in the a park. laptop in there. Yes, there is electricity. Okay. I made See? sure we got one with electricity. Yeah, I want electricity. I would like to be able to. Uh, we have our own bathroom. I know you were really adverse yeah, to that. I didn't want to have to see other people's this uh, is, assholes. This is something. So I, you know, I, I've stayed at new many many a many a many a many a camping sites all over the southeast um and the way camping sites work as i'm sure you know listener is that you get like a little area to camp and um that area is connected to sort of a a center base that will have like sort of a mess hall in there and it will have bathrooms and showers and everybody in the camping area can use that and so that is just how camping sites work and i assumed that nick knew that and was okay with that and then he was shocked when i was looking at a a cheaper version in the beginning that we didn't have a bathroom so we had to go for the i wasn't shocked i was prepared for it and i basically just told you this is what i need i just need i need a private bathroom and that's what we got yeah so i i and i'm happy about that have you ever slept looking, outside uh yeah yeah like in my backyard at home like you know okay what I mean? that's kind of camping i don't like it <laughs> i'll say you didn't let me finish <laughs> i don't like the idea of doing that and and, and are we camping uh like we're not gonna be camping because we won't have we're not gonna be packing a, uh that amount of stuff to go there correct so we're gonna i don't i love i like the idea what is our cat <laughs> drinking right now she's drinking my water oh okay she just Good. stuck her head in my anyway water well, cup. back to that sorry that was a little lily break okay yeah. she needs a lot of water she had a lot of good sex with the ipod <laughs> machine before um so listen uh i, I i'm not 
I am only bringing this up because it's something to fill time out on our podcast. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. And I feel like if bringing this up on our podcast, it would make you less upset with me about bringing it up. Yeah. Because I feel like there is a chance of you getting mad at me for for being closed off. I just want you to be open and I positive. Just, I am just, I've, hey, listen, I'm going to be open and positive. I've just reached the point in anything that I do in which anxiety rolls in, panic rolls in, and then, and then me wanting to say no to things rolls in. That happens with any choice I make. And I'm just saying these, it has happened between last night and today. And that is the concerns I have. I'm, a, I'm afraid that I'm not going to enjoy it as much as I should for what I'm, for the experience that we're paying for. I hear you. And That's all. Just so I that hear we're you. Concerned. I just want you to know that I 100% hear you. I want to have fun. I want you to know that I hear you and I, I understand that's how you're feeling. I respect your feelings and I, I feel positive that this is going to be a good experience for both of us. Now, what if we get hungry? What happens then? The Lodge has a restaurant. At all times, is are they serving food? I think so. I really think so. But my plan is that when we leave Seattle on Sunday, that we stop at a grocery store and we get a bunch of um, non-refrigerated, refrigeratable foods. I'm thinking fruits. I'm thinking nutrition bars. I'm thinking trail mix. You know, and that can that can be our breakfast. We can have. Those yeah, that shit breakfast. is so off my diet. It's crazy. Yeah, well, you're. This is a a week off your diet. I'm the keto Guido, baby. No, that's Vinny. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. Well, we'll see what happens. I mean, <clears throat> I would like to document it with the recorder, but it seems like it may be too wet to bring electronics into those woods. I think we. I think we're fine. We we can bring electronics into the woods. The only wet part is the rainforest, which we are not staying in. Okay. Yeah, you're gonna be okay, babe. You're gonna be okay. <laughs> Have you ever just been out in nature and relaxed? No, I'm completely on guard. In <laughs> where nature. do you relax? How do? Where did you just? Uh, right now, this is oh. this is me relaxing. You know what? Hey, what's up, guys? <laughs> I'm relaxed. When Nick and I first started dating, I took him home to uh, my family's like land in Virginia, and we walked out to the waterfalls, and we went to the waterfalls. It's like a, an it's like an hour walk, maybe like forty minutes. And I was really worried that Nick wasn't going to be able to handle just being out in nature like that. There's no cell service at all. But then he got to the waterfalls and he was moved. He had a positive experience. Mm -hmm. So that's like that. It's like that. I was lying. I was lying to get in your pants. (laughs) Okay. And and now you're in my pants. I am in your pants. Quite literally. You're in my sweatpants. Yeah, they're comfy. These three hundred dollar sweatpants. <clears throat> they do not cost three dollars a hundred dollars. They supreme. were probably like seventy. No, Sup- they're no, they're super not. dry. Super dry. There's a quite a difference between supreme and super dry. One, uh, 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 a young men who uh, sell a lot of drugs can afford, and the other, any European walking around Manhattan is wearing. You be the judge. Which one's which? Supreme I don't know. is the drug one. Um, they just cost. I mean, if these were Supreme sweatpants, they'd be like three hundred fifty dollars. Oh, that's why I said three. Yeah, but they're soup. super dry, so they're like seventy. Gotcha. You know, still expensive uh, based on the uh, the amount of money I'm seeing some of my friends spend on clothes. But still, either way, covered in cat hair. And either way, cannot bring them into the rainforest. <laughs> Once again, you can sleep in them. Am I going to be able to wear shorts? I bu- I went to Target. I bought three pairs of shorts for this trip. <laughs> Will I be able to wear them? I saw snow. In the pictures, I one guy was like, "Oh man, I can't believe it! I get to hike in the snow even in the summer." And I'm like, "No fuck! Where are you bringing me?" 
Yeah, we gotta look for Bigfoot <laughs> while we're out there. I think that's Bigfoot's country. Yeah, that's me, baby. Baby. All right. Well, you know, that's my concerns. I mean, we'll, we'll keep you posted on uh, how things are going. We're going in a couple of weeks. Yeah, cannot wait. We're not going to leave you shortchanged on an episode oh, of this we'll, podcast. Oh, we'll have an ep-, ep coming out that Monday. We'll yeah. put one in there. We'll and we'll also the give you a... Kazan. Will there be Wi-Fi at this? Uh... No. <laughs> Sorry, I think I just had a stroke. Uh, <clears throat> but I, I meant to ask you if there would be Wi-Fi. No, out. there's no Wi-Fi. <laughs> No Wi-Fi, huh? No, there's no Wi-Fi. We're in the middle of a national park. It takes like three hours to get there in a car. Great. That's three extra hours that my dead body will have to chill out after (laughs) (laughs) after I end it all. After I end it all, after I step in my first friggin' puddle. You know what? We should bring like a little handheld battery recorder. I got one. Okay, and then we can document. And this is actually a handheld battery recorder as well. Mm Oh, the Lily's Lever? Lily's Zoom? lover is, but I wouldn't bring it. It's a little expensive, and, and so I, I have I have a couple of things we can do it. But you know what? We can also pack this. I'm afraid of packing the Zoom on trips. I'm I'm afraid that uh, I'm afraid that TSA either agent? Or, yeah, or TSA agent will think it's some sort of like a bomb or something, right? Because it uh, it's like packed up and it's strange. I'm sure lots of people are traveling with sound equipment. Absolutely. So I mean, and I'm and I'm, be, I'm gonna be. Uh, I'll pack it away. I'll. I'll I'll uh, check the bag. It'll be all good. Either way. But yeah, we can do, because uh, we could do this back at the lodge. Yeah. Or we could we, we can, can do a day one, record. a day two, a day three, right, a day four. we could four. talk about it. But yeah. I mean, who the hell wants to hear that? You know, our, that's the our, other thing. Uh, our fans. I, might, I may have to pack a whole lot of reality TV. By our TV. fans, I mean our family. A whole lot of reality TV for, uh, nah, for us people, to watch. Yeah, people are into it. Um, we're talking about reality TV. We did watch uh, a, a great deal of reality TV this week. Mm-hmm. Um, first off, first and foremost, the royal wedding. That mm-hmm. feels like reality television. Um, Nick and I both pretty much missed the extravaganza on on the television because we were hosting our kids' graduation shows. Um, big weekend of stand up for us both. But you best believe. That I was all over Twitter during our breaks, looking at the tweets, looking at the pics, looking at the memes. Um, I did not think I was going to get royal wedding fever until day of. And then it's just like I went, I fell head over heels for this whole thing. Head over heels. I'm going to need you to write in, settle a score, head over hills or head over heels? I meant to say head over heels. My head's going to be over hills in the fucking (laughs) rainforest. Oh, oh it was great. Megan is a g- 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 gorgeous. Um, Harry is just, he just seems like a, a, a genuine dude who he seems sweet. He's so in love with her. It's infectious. Um, the pictures were amazing. You know, there was a lot of stuff on, on Twitter that was sort of like Flint still doesn't have water. And that was, that really took away from the wedding for me cause I would be enjoying it and then be slapped with, um, you know, the cold, hard reality that is, uh, this world we live in. Also, it's like extreme wealth, you know, it's a display of who knows mil i don't know maybe a million dollars for this wedding i'm like how much did this wedding cost because it it's got to be over a million dollars babe it's gotta be i mean motherfucking snooki probably spent a million dollars on her wedding this is the royal family yeah so you know that's that's there does take a certain amount of um what's the word i'm looking for brexit no um sort of uh 
you know, when you dislocate from reality a little bit, there's a um, never mind. I can't think colonialism. of colonialism. Okay, well, you know what? Colonialism really did screw over um, the most of the world. All third third world countries were. You know, this this royal wedding really took a plunge. Yeah, <laughs> really well, I let you know. I didn't watch any of it. I don't know anything about it. I, I, I Meghan Markle. That's her name. That's all I got. Yeah. Um, she's very pretty, gorgeous, and she's an American. She's American, divorcee. And she's divorcee. I I just saw a lot of headlines half on African Twitter African American, that day. half Caucasian. Uh, she's half cock. Half cock. Um. So. She, yeah. My my. my the only thing I've I saw were just like a lot of headlines on yeah. the internet of being like, it looks like the royal kingdom is finally taking their first steps into the future, and mm. and and all I could pull from that, yeah. from not knowing the situation, is the fact that there is a person of color who is a queen. I think, well, she's not a queen. A princess. She, she's not really a princess. What is this? I what mean, is it then? Who she, cares? I think her exact title is like Duchess of Sussex, but she's she is technically Princess Harry. She like takes, or Prince Harry, she takes, his title gets taken to her, but she's not a full princess herself. Um, I don't understand the titles. I don't give a fuck, to be honest. I'm interested. But I think what, um, I think, yes, it was, it was interesting that she was mixed. I think that was like moving into the future, but I think another moving into the future thing was that she was a divorcee, because right. the whole thing with, you know, Charles, Henry's, or Harry, Henry is his name, Harry is his short name, which makes no sense to me. Should be Hank. Harry, as a, as a yeah, or Hen, good old Hen. <laughs> <laughs> um, Harry's dad, you know, his whole life trajectory was warped because he wanted to marry a divorcee, Camilla. Mm-hmm. Camille, Camille. I, I don't know Fergie. Yeah, I, I don't know anything about the uh, the. You royal do families. know about Princess Di, though. Yeah, she was great. And so there's a lot of reference to her in this wedding as well. That was his mom. Yes. Okay. Oh wow, you really don't know. I don't know. I don't keep up on this shit. I'm learning though. I'm reading a lot of books right now. What I'm are reading you reading? One book. What are you about the royal family? No, it's a it's about the uh, the history of the Muslim world. But I'm sure we'll get <laughs> to the royal family of Meghan Markle. Um, very um, happy that you're out there reading. Oh, thanks. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know anything about this stuff. I just noticed that people keep saying this is a good step forward in progressiveness in the in the uh, royal kingdom and all that stuff. I think that there is a misconception of you as a non-reader, and I think I started that. So I'm just going to go I ahead and say... I am a non-reader. You're a reader. You're a reader, babe. You like to read especially graphic novels. I you read like comics. books with pictures. Sometimes you step <laughs> into the world of no pictures. But you're a reader. You're consistently consuming the written language in some way. Yeah, I do. I'm reading. I'm reading a, like as I ju- I was saying. I'm reading a book that would be con- usually considered out of mid depths. Uh, but I'm I I, I I found a recommendation for something that would interest me, and I started reading it. And you're liking it. I am liking it, but it's not uh, teaching me anything about uh, you know. The, the royals. The royals. I mean, not these royals. Well, they got married. That was on Saturday. Megan's dad did not attend. That was like, you know, I read that. Mm-hmm. So like he 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 was he, he was under some scrutiny and also under some surgery. There's some failing health going on. Got, he had some surgery, but also uh, it was it 
it was found out that he had set up a fake photo shoot with TMZ. Oh, no. Yeah, like a week ago. And then he then mentioned, like, hey, listen, in light of this happening, I think I'm going to skip the thing. Wow. And, and then, like, two days later or day of or day before, uh, it came out that he couldn't come because of health reasons. Ah. Which is like, yeah, you should have said that in the first place. You shouldn't have admitted. Do you believe that? That seems like the couple of getting involved. I mean, um, yeah, probably. Yeah. Uh, probably. They could know. get him out in a private jet with a doctor by his side. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. So that makes me think, I didn't realize this TMZ thing. Wow. Looks like you knew more than you than I did. I know some shit. Wow. I know the reality versions of things. Very cool. You know what I mean? TMZ, yada, yada, yada. So, yeah. I want to mention something really quick, though, before we move on to what we are mainly talking about. Um, My mom, Donna. What up, Don? She is uh, currently uh, on vacation. She is in California visiting some friends. And uh, she, but that does not mean she's not doing her due diligence Okay, and last night I get a DM on Instagram. Yeah, my mom's on Instagram. She's cool. Um, and she sends me something that maybe I missed. And yes, I did miss it, which is the snap, the not the Snapchat, the Instagram story of one Sonia Morgan <gasps> from the Real Housewives of New York walking around <gasps> Bushwick. That's right. Me and Ashley's neighborhood. Oh, my God. She's walking around literally literally a block away from where we live yesterday and wow. that's what's great about stories because i looked at it it had been three hours prior of me watching it that oh means while i was teaching some stupid ass kids <laughs> in manhattan i left bushwick of course the coolest thing to ever happen to bushwick is sonia morgan walking around and looking at the murals that are painted on the sides of buildings in my neighborhood, which is apparently the coolest thing that you can do while walking around New York City. Our neighborhood is covered in murals. And at first, it just felt like a part of the neighborhood. Now, it feels like a tourist attraction. It's a tourist attraction. Um, and apparently, we have reality TV royals. Oh, my God. Royals beyond royals. Coming. I mean, and why was she in our neighborhood? She... Okay. So then, as you follow the story, she's walking around. Um... And, and by the way, while she's walking around, it was, let me preface this by those of you who have never watched uh, Real Housewives, especially in New York, there was like a whole, um, like when Sonya came into the franchise, like season three or something like that, or season two, I don't remember, uh, there was a whole storyline where it's like, these women do not go to Brooklyn. Oh, wait a minute. I remember this. On one of the episodes you had me watch, someone was having a fashion show in yeah. Brooklyn, and it was like, they're making us go to Brooklyn? Yeah. Are you and, kidding yeah, me? Yes. And it was that was like Park Slope or Cobble Hill. Yeah. Like, it was so it was like the fanciest part yeah. of Brooklyn. Uh, and like the whole story was like, oh my God, Brooklyn. Where yeah. is that? New Jersey? Like yeah. nobody knows. Like it, it's, it's, they stay in the Upper West Side, the Upper East Side. Sometimes Carol goes downtown. That's basically what happens, okay? So um, the fact that not only was Sonia, Sonia, the crown jewel of this franchise, in my opinion, in Brooklyn yesterday, she was in Bushwick, where we live, walking around those same stupid blocks that everybody does, looking at the Homer Simpson on acid, wearing a cowboy hat, and having sex with uh 
you know, Aladdin or whatever. I haven't it's a, seen that mural yet. It, I don't know if that's exactly <laughs> it, but I mean, that's the type of shit you see. Like it's, uh, they call it pop surrealism. I learned that by walking by one of the, uh, the mini tours, people ripping off tourists. There, making things up. there are these people walking around with headsets who yeah. are just, who are explaining the murals. They're like, this mural is made by yeah. this guy. If you want to see that, uh, uh, there's that show about the pot dealer on, um, HBO. What is it called? High Times? No. High, uh, uh-uh. high Maintenance. What? High Maintenance. There's a, apparently an episode where that is featured in it. Oh. So if you watch that, that's our that's the neighborhood that Sonia was walking around looking at these murals. Now, while she was mu- looking at the murals, like it was like um, just her with the camera. Like you couldn't see her. She was just putting the camera at things. And um, like all of a sudden a car alarm went off and a dog started barking. And she was like, oh, what is that? What? Like she was on oh. high alert. It was as if she was on the Gaza Strip, baby. She was oh like, look behind her back. You can hear her like young male friend, like kind of being like, Sonia, it's fine. It's just that, you know what I mean? Trying yeah, to calm her it's down. it's just a dog. And then eventually uh, she walked by and she was like, ooh, look at this. And she kind of zoomed in. It was Seawolf. <gasps> me and Ashley's favorite restaurant. Uh, I was like, motherfucker, if Sonia Morgan was walking by Seawolf taking pictures, I would fucking freak out. Can you imagine being in okay. Seawolf? Okay, uh, we're there the, every day. I know, I know. <laughs> here's the thing, Ash. Here's the thing. If we had seen Sonia in Manhattan, yeah. right, I would go, holy shit, that's Sonia. And you wouldn't really know who it was because you don't really watch the show. Yeah, I just, I'd, I'd snap a creepy picture like I've done before on the celebrities walking around. But then I and I try to get it. I try to get a look at her as for as long as I could. I wouldn't follow her that long. I maybe follow. I maybe cross the street to get a better look. You know what I mean? If I'm this is big, that would be big for me if I saw one of the the New York uh, housewives lady. That's huge for me. Um, if I saw her walking around Bushwick yeah. with her camera, I'd fucking sh- first I'd shit my pants, then I'd go home and I'd change <laughs> my pants. I'd come back, I'd relocate, I'd find her. I would go up to her and ask her for a photo. I would, because I feel like you stepped into my world. Right. And it's like, you ain't got, you know, it's like, you're not protected anymore. You're, you're not now, in Kansas anymore, no, baby. You're, you're, you're hanging out with Bushwick Nick in Bushwick. <laughs> yeah. And it, it, we're going to take a picture. And that's go, that would be the cover of our podcast for oh now on. Oh, my God. There would be so many things. I, doors would open up for me if I got this picture. <laughs> I'm just letting you know. But it did realize that she had, I did realize that it seemed like she went to the House of Yes, which is um, on Troutman Street. It's two blocks away from me and Ashley's apartment. And uh, they do Super like... Super fun. They do like dance parties there. They do like... Um, uh, they'll do like circus, like I went acrobatics. To a wig, I went to a wig party there. <laughs> Everybody's wig wearing wigs. And it seemed like that this was like... Um, it, it was like a gay cabaret. Yeah. And she is like, you know... Sonia, you know, has uh, tons of young gay friends who are um, all men. Um, who are uh, very featured on this on this season because she seems to have isolated herself away from the other ladies, and and like she, you know, rightfully so, is probably an icon to to these young gay men, right? Because um, it's it's friggin' Sonia, she's yeah. incredible, and she's so much more open than a lot of these other women on the show, like. She's just like very free with her, you know, always talking about sex and all, you know, and she's a, she's one of the, she may be the oldest woman on the show. Mm. Um, Is she blonde? She's blonde. I've seen her before. 
I've seen her when I've watched your um when I'm 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 watching over your shoulder as you watch. Yeah. She had the she is she renting out her house? Is her house falling apart her house, or something? Yes, like the that? Morgan Manor, the yeah. Morgan Estate. Yes, that is falling apart. Yeah. Uh, at times she's had uh at multiple times she's had cast members stay with her during seasons there, and that's always a lot of fun. That lady's cool. Um Sonia is cool as shit. Yeah, I like her. She's being treated like total horse shit and garbage that on this season of the show. Uh-huh. Um, by most of the women, although even um, Bethany, no, Bethany has taken up for her, and then okay. that has sort of flipped the heat. Bethany, I feel like Bethany recognizes real. Bethany recognizes real, but also Bethany recognizes somebody who's like clearly going through like so much shit and like super hurt, and like just because Sonia off season didn't go to the Hamptons with Ramona, doesn't mean that Sonia doesn't want to be friends with me anymore. Like she realizes like, Oh no, like we're busy. Like this is off season. We're not going to hang out. I'm not going to hold that against you because there is no way that Bethany's hanging out with any of these women off season. Right. So like she gets it like, Oh, give her a friggin' break. Like, and also Sonia is like not a threat to Bethany ever. Yeah. She's just always like very, she kind of bows down to Bethany in certain ways. And like, is very just kind of sweet and fun and bubbly when a lot of these other women, when they're pressed, will take shots at the King. Ooh. Who, who is Bethany. Wow. So like, and right now, you know, Ramona doesn't like Sonia. Bethany doesn't like Ramonia, Ramona. So, so <laughs> Bethany doesn't like, uh, so you know what I mean? So yeah. like Bethany's going to take up for Sonia. Yeah. You know now, what I mean? Okay. It's interesting. All of these names, these are all white women, right? Oh my God. The whitest. Bethany, Ramona, Sonia. Mm-hmm. Now, does that mean that like Dorinda, Dorinda, these Carol. are Carol. These these names does that mean in like are are these Luann. are these the women that in twenty years from now when the show Kinsley. is on they will all be named Lindsay Sarah Brittany Rebecca are these are those the same caliber of names Sonia that's what I'm saying like it seems like an interesting name it doesn't I've never heard Sonia before but I'm saying was that a popular name thirty years ago when Sonia were- was there was a there's a Sonia in Mortal Kombat. Who's okay. a woman who's really fun to fight with. Is that who she's named after? I don't think so. <laughs> um, Ramona Ramona reminds me of my Sharona. Um, but Ramona, I've heard I've heard all these names before. I, I'm just wondering if they've been aged, aged out. Bethany? Are they like the, the Hazel, the Myrtles, the Eunices of the generation before? These women are not that old. I mean, these women are like in their... 40s, I'm not 50s. saying they're that old. I'm saying generationally, we're looking at slices of popular names. Okay, <laughs> is what I'm saying. So generally, generationally, is that was that a popular slice of names? I don't think so. Okay, I don't think so. I mean, Bethany, maybe. I mean, that's very late. I 70s, mean, Bethany and Carol 80s. feel late seventies. Carol, yeah, Carol seems like a, like older, and yeah. she is older. Carol's actually seems early seventies. Yeah, right. Bethany's probably early seventies. That feels R- early seventies. Right. Um, but like you've heard of like Beth, like there's, you know, you got to think that's Beth. It's r- rare. Do you hear Bethany? It's usually Beth. Yeah. Right. Um, you know, Carol, Carol to me is very much like, it wasn't that the name of the mom in, um, in the Brady bunch when she, Mike, yes. Mike and uh-huh. Carol Brady. Yeah. That's all I ever really think about it yeah. when I hear a Carol. That's the seventies, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and Carol on the show is probably a little younger than so-and-so on that show, I guess. Carol's a lot older than I think she kind of comes off good for her 
Um, and she's doing a thing this season where she's wearing a lot of like fingerless gloves Ooh. and people on the internet suspect that she's doing that because she's afraid of having her hands being shown on TV. Or she got a hand lift, which is something people oh. get. Yeah, you can get a hand lift. You can also get injectable. Why, why would you cover that up? Because maybe it's healing. But they, they, there are times where she doesn't have them on. Oh, like, interesting. Like, you know, if she's going to a dinner or something, but like casually walking around New York City when they're like full body shots. It seems to be she like maybe protecting it from UV, the UV I mean, damage. Why? Why not have a full glove then? You can also because then you can't use your fingers as well with texting. I mean, and it, stuff. it's it's played off like an outfit. You know what I mean? Like a fun, yeah. like a fun outfit with some gloves. Like I'm not against that shit. Yeah, I like a little Uzi Vert. But I'm just saying that you know I'm I I, I think you know I, hands are that one thing that you really it, hands and necks hands and necks are tells yeah they really hands are hands and necks are tells yeah anyway Sonia if you're listening please come back next time that you are in Bushwick please hit us up we will take you to Seawolf and Amaranto yes we will take you <laughs> to all of those amazing places um dollar oysters baby yeah dollar oysters i know you like a good deal and uh come over we'll give you some tea we'll, you we'll hang lily. out you'll meet lily um and you'll be on our podcast and make us number one in the reality section of itunes Woo-hoo! does not exist it should, it should. guys but you know it does exist what the uh international reality section of netflix yeah and you know what we would maybe take a break here but we're not gonna we're just gonna roll right into it guys last week we gave you a mission, and that is to watch a few episodes of the uh, television show Real Love on Netflix and uh, report back. Uh, we did our homework, did you? Well, pause right now and watch an episode. Music. We're back. Guys, it was amazing, wasn't it? Okay, for those of you that did not do your due diligence and did not go back and watch, let's talk a little bit about the Japanese reality show real love okay so basically you have 18 men and women i think it shakes out to be nine men and nine women who are trying to find love and it's a dating show right off the bat you should know it's a dating show and it's taking place in a resort a beach resort now the thing that's a little bit different about this reality show this dating show um actually there's many things that are different about it but one thing you should know is it's only over the course of three days they broke a nine episode um one hour episode each season out of three days so as you can imagine lots of filler who's filling it two hosts who are kind of narrating the whole show as if it's a nature documentary yeah and it's not like they're in some studio and they're watching tapes like this whole show takes place on like a little resort and uh, things will be going on. They'll send the contestants out to like have fun with marine activities. Yeah, they'll be like they're in the pool. <laughs> they're, they're in, in the, the ocean. And then like like this is uh, you know uh, like a tennis match. These two sort of sit perched in a booth and with their own eyes just sort of watch them live. And then they will narrate what's happening. They will tell us the viewer how each party is feeling during the date that's how deep it gets and a big twist on this show is that these 18 singles all have a terrifying and shameful dark secret they are on this show with anonymous names 
Um, as if that helps when you are seeing your full face and divulging your secret. Sure, whatever, the name is fake. Um, But the secrets are real. And throughout these three days, they're going on dates, they're mingling, and each time uh, it seems like they might be getting along with a person that they're interested in. We hear a bell, uh, some lights go off, and then the host comes over and he uh, he tells, he gives them an envelope. They have to read their dark secret. Right, so what uh, every you know one person each time will have to read their dark secret. These dark secrets vary. I mean, Ooh, some of them oh are, boy, do some they. of them are really lame, and some of them are really intense. Yeah, one of them. Yeah, it goes uh, everywhere. It goes from, from like being like in like ten thousand dollars worth of debt, okay, on the lame side, to a guy saying that he can't quote unquote get it up. Unless he is stealing a girlfriend from somebody and having sex with that woman. If he can get a woman to cheat on his on her boyfriend with him, that's the only way that he can make love. And he started that by saying, I have erectile dysfunction. And everybody yeah. was like, okay, well. Yeah, you know, that know. seems like a dark secret. Yeah. And then he's like, yeah, the only cure for it is me being a complete and total asshole. Yeah. Um, that is a dark secret. Another dark secret is what someone's a porn star. Another a magician per- porn star. A magician porn star. Um, some a woman has had sex with over three hundred people. They yeah. they affectionately call her the three hundred slut on the show. Yeah. Okay. So let's go to this portion of that. Okay. So uh, they the, the hosts of this show. It's a man main, and a woman, and the and the, the main host is a man. Yeah, he's a comedian, very famous comedian, comedian in Japan. Um, and he will give like nicknames to people based on their like dark secrets. And so like just calls this one woman on the show the 300 slut. Yeah. Like that's how he refers to her. Now it is being, you know, there are subtitles. That's what we're watching. And that is what, you know, it's being translated translated to. I don't, you know, maybe there just isn't another word for, I I don't know exactly why the, why, but it seems like you can pretty much say anything on this show, like at at any at all times. I am so shocked by what is being said and what people are reacting to, um, things they care about, things they don't care about. You know, they there's this one girl they they call her the athlete eating slut um, because she's had ten boyfriends. She slept with ten boyfriends and they were all athletes, and one of them beat her, which they did tell her was her fault. Um, they react to her and her secret like as if she should be, you know, truly shameful. And then they show us footage of another woman talking about how she likes uh, to pee on people and have them drink her piss. Never mentioned again. No one cared. <laughs> she was just like, yeah, I like to pee on people. I like them to drink also, my piss. Also, not her dark secret. Not her dark secret. <laughs> not her dark not secret. Her dark secret. Another girl, like her, the 300 slut, one of her secrets, like part of her dark secret was that she'd had three over 300 sexual partners and that one of her sexual partners had emotionally abused her to the point of forcing her to eat his shit. And no one cared about that. They were like, that's kind of your fault. And they just kept talking about how she had all these sexual partners. Okay. All that being said... This show's the funniest reality show I've ever seen in my entire life. I've never seen anything so entertaining. <laughs> I mean, and it it causes whiplash because you will be hating the host. You will be like, this guy is a scumbag. And then he will say one of the funniest things this in the world. This guy is really funny. Like, I almost feel like if I ever found, uh, you know, a translated version of his special, I think it would have to be 
subtitled. I don't want anybody, you know, speaking for this man. Well, I feel like he would be a funny person. Like, I think this guy and the both of them, him and his sidekick, the young lady that's with him, they're having such a good time. Like, it's almost like they are watching this reality show. At, at one point in an episode that we watched last night, he actually looked at his sidekick and was like, yo, like, I don't know if I could go back to watching, like, regular scripted drama anymore. Yeah. Like, this is, like, real lives that we're getting to watch right now, and there's nothing more exciting than what I'm able to see, which is literally what the viewer is doing. Like, you know what I mean? He's They're just sitting there, sitting back and watching a live reality show unfold, yeah. and then every so often they have to open up an envelope and, and um, kind of change the game a little bit. Well, they not that's not it. That's not all they have to do. They also have to translate literally every interaction and tell us what's happening emotionally. Right. They're sort of our emotional compass. They're like, oh, she's being quiet because she doesn't want to let on that she actually does have feelings for him. So she's playing it cool until he says something. They are breaking down every social interaction to its most base form as if us, the audience, can't interpret what's happening. It's almost as if they're describing social interactions to a child so that then that child will know how to interact socially when it gets older. Yeah. Now, I looked up this comedian guy. He doesn't do stand up um, or it's not like he has a special. He he has a he's a part of a duo. He's part of an act. And their whole thing apparently is um, making laughing and making jokes at the audience's expense. So they're like roast comics. They're roasting comic. Yeah, they're roast comics. But it's also like the audience isn't necessarily in on the joke. Like it takes the audience a second to get in on it. They're like they're laughing and making fun of something that is outside of them. So that explains why he's such a scorcher. Yeah, he, he really pulls zero punches. And um, the, the woman that he's paired with is... I want to see. I want to see what's going on. Those two have, are having a fucking blast together. She's man. cute as hell. She She's really got cute is. little bangs. She um she is a pop star. Is that what she? I does? I think so. I think that's what I saw. Yeah, she was a pop star. Uh, I mean, because she thinks he's like the funniest guy in the world. She's like, loving him. She's loving it. I mean, they are having a a genuine good time watching this show with us the thing i was thrown about in last night's episode is that he is like dressed immaculately in all black he looks very professional you know buttoned up collared shirt tucked into pants blah 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 and then there was a camera shot he was just wearing some dingy ass flip-flops it's probably 100 degrees (laughs) out there it has to be right yeah i mean they're outside the entire time I find him I, I I find him to be so unlikable though at times that it, it he hasn't fully redeemed himself. The thing there were like two girls who were holding hands as clearly a symbol of a gesture of support yeah. in a in a, a like dating voting thing and he like freaked out on them and was like don't hold hands. There's no I hate seeing this. It disgusts me. It's never going to go anywhere. How dare you hold hands? You're wasting it. You're wasting it as if like them holding hands as a as a support thing meant that they had to ha- have he, sex he, he and if was, they he, weren't going to have he sex was basically they call, see it. he was basically upset calling them teases kind of it was so odd it, it was weird and then he made the two women hold the man's hand oh and that's remember, right he like, and they like held his hand like as if they were being like escorted out onto yeah their date. um guys real love it is incredible um 
Ashley has something. I just have actually a lot to say. I feel like you were you were getting into a wrap-up section of your voice, and so I just want to point out a few more things about real love. Um, one thing that I would like to point out is how often they say slut and whore. I've never... I, are we lot. doing this on American television no. and I'm not aware of it? No, I mean, even though... I mean, last, last week we watched X on the Beach, both uh, a UK version and the new US version, and then going back from the UK version to the US version, I realized how tame it was they weren't talking about like you know getting blowjobs and like having you know it wasn't like crazy like misogynistic speak i mean for i guess based around other but i i think that right now the u.s is minding their goddamn p's and q's when yeah. it goes when it when we're talking about uh, you know, misogyny and, and, and things that could come off that way. And it's really, things are shedding light on it when us going outside of the country, of, of this country and watching the reality shows. It seems like there's a lot of aggression, sexual and weird aggression towards women in reality TV in other countries. A hundred percent. Now, something that I did find interesting was um, that one of the dark secrets on this show is that a person is a cross-dresser. It was, it's a male and he's a cross-dresser. And that was just taken very sort of casually no one reacted strongly to that and then the other one was that um one of the female contestants is transsexual and that was also just taken very casually and accepted immediately um which i was impressed by it was preceded by four episodes of the host being like come on man that's a that's a guy yeah that's that's a guy come on yeah you know so it wasn't that much but it also like but I guess not the. But do you host, remember? But- do you remember the crossdresser though? When when they find when he finds out the news. Yeah. Didn't he? He was like, well, didn't he pass like a lot of judgment? The host is passing judgment on the crossdresser and on the transsexual woman, but not the contestant. No, I'm remember they went all right. So like, there's a scene like they're all on separate dates, right? The 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 trans person reveals their thing. The 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 guy she is on the date with. Totally accepting. He's a comedian. Um, we find out later why he may have been more accepting for that. It turns out that he he's been a, he was abused by a woman, and you know he he may be interested in 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 this. They go to the person who was the crossdresser in a different room, and he's like, "Boy, I have to think about this. This is a tough one to swallow. It's a tough pill to swallow." <laughs> <laughs> it was like it was like he's just like you're not going to be open, guy. Yeah. A- anyway, uh, guys, I do you want do you want to talk about this? You have other points you'd like? To I just I'm so fascinated by all of this. We don't know how it ends. I, w- I think we should just tell a couple more of their dark secrets before sure. we wrap up the app. One guy, uh, his dark secret is that his wife cheated on him. Um, another guy's dark secret is that he's a sex addict. Oh, and they call the guy who cheated on him the cuck, the cuckold, cuckold, Mister Cuckold, Mister Cuckold. Um, that happens a lot, and. Uh, another guy's dark secret is that he was in jail for three years. Um, da, oh, da, da, da. Or what? was that the one where the guy was like, oh, I don't like that. I don't know. Yeah, people didn't seem to really love the, the no, guy the who was. No, the cross-dresser was like, I have to think about it. Okay, that was what it was. Yeah, yeah. So, but, transsexual but, woman. But the, uh, the, the guy who was, was in prison for three years, like it does seem that like most of the people on the show were like, this. I, I didn't think it was going to be this dark. Yeah. That's a little too dark for me. Yeah. And a lot of things uh, uh, brought up by a, a couple different women after that secret was revealed, which I kind of feel like this is so Japanese 
is like it just shows the value system is different yeah this guy's value system is yeah. different than mine so it's like i i don't think i could ever be with somebody who who with a value system like that that's so funny because i was like when i was watching it i was like anyone could have gone to prison for right. three years i was like did i go to jail for three years i'm yeah. like trying to think about it you know it's like i would it seems it doesn't matter to me at all but uh, is that just i mean it some... would be a little shocking if i told you right now that i had been in prison for a couple of years you'd be like okay but it wouldn't have been like you it would know, be more shocking that it hadn't come up beforehand i i i, I think i'm i think i'm right in saying that like you know traditional japanese culture like i mean you are you know um that you're that doesn't look good on a family right. you know what i mean like it's if somebody your 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 values are are considered a lot stronger there than i would say in a, a more westernized country like ours where people be like, ah, fuck it. Everybody goes the fuck. You know, everybody's got Everybody DOIs. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like, I got when a it's felony just like, before I was 18. you know, like they're they're like you're 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 shaming you're shaming your family, right? And and that sort of uh, would would maybe be a, a nail in the coffin for somebody with a value system a little higher. I cannot get over though these hosts narrating the social interactions. It truly feels like a documentary. It feels like a nature documentary. Yeah. Where they're like, now he's approaching her. Yeah. And he's he the the man is hungry. We only get little slices of actually watching these people sort of interact without somebody interjecting, telling us what's going on. Yeah, it's every sentence is followed. Every sentence of the contestants is followed up with an explanation sentence from the host. Yeah, um, it's fascinating. It's fascinating. Can you imagine it? In Are You the One? If uh, Ryan or whatever the other guys, uh, the other hosts, was sitting there in the house explaining to us why things are happening yeah it would seem strange yeah i'd be like well she's uh clearly drunk yeah and um yeah you're messing with my pants oh my god i'm yeah. so sorry yeah. ashley's wearing my super dry sweatpants <laughs> and she's picking off little things and i do not like it it's a nice texture it is. guys that was the show thanks um, so much for listening we really appreciate you do us a favor we talked about this i think a little bit earlier but go ahead find us on the apple podcast app or itunes Whatever you're listening to your podcast on, I want you to rate us five stars and say a little something nice about us. Tell us where you found out about us. That's interesting to us. If you would like to email us, okay, and uh, we will respond to your email. We'll talk about it on the podcast if you'd like um, or if you wouldn't like. Uh, please email us, um, uh, realityblowspodcast.com podcast at gmail.com that's right you can find us on twitter also at, at, at i was about to say at ashley b roberts you can find me on twitter at ashley b roberts you can find the podcast on twitter at reality blows pod um, and you can find nick on instagram at nick maritato that's m-a-r-i-t-a-t-o boom and as always may the japanese dating show be with you and i hope i don't die in the woods bye